Hi, stars. You are now listening to Her Spoken Words. Did I say her? Welcome to a special edition season where it is all about our Black men in society. In this special season, we will talk about love, relationship, marriage, police brutality, mental health, and everything under the stars about our Black men. I am your host, Gloria Clark, and throughout this season, you will hear from Black men all over the state of Georgia. Get ready for laughs, get ready to get educated, and get ready to fall in love with these Black men. Welcome to season two, His Spoken Words. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of His Spoken Words. I am so excited to be here today with, I mean, someone that I grew up with, (laughs) my brother, Colby Clark. If you have been listening throughout the season, he was in season one when we just started this out. And now I'm talking to him individually about such an important topic in the black community, and that is mental health. So, Jump, we're going to jump right into this one, and um, I'm so excited to hear what you have to say, Colby. Welcome back. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You have your own apartment now, so now you're back home. Yep, back home, back in the Casa of the Clarks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so we're going to record this for y'all, and I hope that you guys enjoy his answers. And um, I feel like I had to do this topic because mental health can like easily just be ran over in the black community like there's a lot of families who don't believe in any mental health problems um so we're going to touch on that and we're going to touch on you know how society views it how social media is handling it and um i hope that if you're struggling with mental health issues right now especially during a time like this in a pandemic um where you're probably spending a lot of alone time where you may have lost a loved one where um you know, you are just struggling to make ends meet, that you seek help and you reach out to someone. And I hope that this podcast can help whoever, um, that person who may be reciprocating it to actually take it seriously and to not take it as a joke because your mental health is serious. It gets better, man. It gets better with time for sure. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you already know how this go. We're going to go into would you rather questions and then the nitty gritty questions. And then would I'm going to I'm gonna leave it off with a, with a poem. Are you ready? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so you have three would you rather questions. Try away. <laughs> would you rather only be able to use a fork with no spoon or a spoon and no fork? I'm going to have to go with the spoon because I feel like it's more resourceful. Like I can cut with a spoon. I can pick things up with a spoon, but think about if you had a fork and you was trying to eat soup, it's gonna be SOL. But if you got a spoon, you know what I'm saying, you can cut stuff, you can pick stuff up, you know what I'm saying? And you know, yeah. I think I would rather use a fork. All right. Have fun <laughs> eating your soup with a fork. I can drink soup out of a bowl. All right, have fun slurping your soup. Whatever. <laughs> Would you rather have to read aloud every word you read or sing everything you say? Read every word you So like if you get a text message, you'd have to read it out loud. Oh shit. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> I'ma sing everything I say. Okay. Some things don't need to be said out loud. You can say that again. Oh. <laughs> 
Would you rather have all dogs try to attack you when they see you or all birds try to attack you when they see you? I'm going with the dogs. Do you know how many birds there are in the world, bro? Think about every time you walk down the street, pigeon just, <laughs> God dang. You know, you can try your best to avoid dogs. You know what I'm saying? But birds, they literally everywhere, bro. Every time you see a bird, you're going to go inside, but you're going to be stuck in your crib. You know so you're going to be scared. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen the the movie Birds by yes. uh, Alfred Hitchcock? Yeah, yes. that 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 terrified me of birds. That did it for me. I think I watched it in school. Exactly. Like, think about if all animals just stop being friendly and just, <laughs> just stop be, be, be a fucked up world. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Okay. So all of these questions are brought to you by conversationstartersworld.com. If you have a podcast, if you're a host, if you have a TV show, a talk show. Go on there and look up some would you rather questions. You won't be disappointed and it'll really get your guests warmed up and y'all can have great conversations from that. Look it up for your dates, man. Oh, yeah. I know y'all be awkward sitting there like, so what's your favorite color? What's your favorite movie? All right, after that, you know, you want to pick somebody's brain. What, what's it called? Conversationstartersworld.com. Start a conversation. <laughs> you heard it here live. His spoken words. Okay, so I'm done playing around. We're going to get into the nitty-gritty questions. So, first question I have for you, um, how important is it um, to share your feelings as a man? Um, I feel like it's very important for a man to share his feelings. Uh, I feel like it's looked down upon, and that's where the beginning of mental health starts. You know, If you fall down and you scrape your knee as a kid, as a... Um, in the black community, or just in general, men are seen as, you fall down, you scrape your knees, hey man, wipe them tears up, stop crying. Mm. When, I mean, my nigga, you just fell and scraped your knee. It's gonna hurt. Like, why do you tell a kid stop crying? It's literally, you know, condensing a feeling so that when they're in pain, when something's hurting, you're taught, you're being bred and taught not to express yourself. Mm -hmm. So when you're going through something, that's how mental health issues start. Mm -hmm. So, okay, I'm feeling upset, I'm feeling stressed, but I'm not gonna talk to anybody because I was taught these little small things as a kid. So mm -hmm. expressing yourself is such a vital thing to, you know, any man, mm -hmm. not just black community, but any man, you know, to be able to open up and express themselves mm -hmm. freely. Yeah, I can agree with that. Like, it all starts with kids. Like, that's where everything happens. That's why it's so important to make sure we're not, you know, starting things that can affect a kid when they get older, you know? Um, so the next question is, did you struggle? Did you struggle? <laughs> did you struggle with opening your feelings, opening up as a man or when you were younger and why? Um, definitely when I was younger, it was a lot harder, uh, because I did have the dad who, you know, was like, hey man, suck it up. I mean, <laughs> to tell the story, when I, uh, <laughs> nice. when I was a freshman in high school, uh, I completely fractured my knee in half. And when I went home and I told my dad, hey, look, my knee is in a lot of pain. He said, uh, take two ibuprofen, you'll be all right. Uh, so I walked on a broken <laughs> knee for a week. Then my mom came home and she was like, Christopher, take him to the doctor. And that was such an awkward doctor's appointment. And they were like, when did this happen? I was like, oh, yeah, last week. And my dad was like, <sighs> so, yeah, um, yeah, I struggled, you know, just explaining my emotions and staying stuff because simply I didn't feel like my parents would take it serious. But as I've matured and gotten older, oh, yeah, I'm very expressive. And some people like that and some people don't. Mm. But, you know, you know, different beast and 
all that good stuff. So yeah. Mhm. Yeah, I think like it's it's normal to struggle with opening up like as a person in general, but keeping those feelings in can be really damaging, you know? Um do you think, well, you kind of already answered this, but do you think our parents gave you a good platform to express your feelings as a man? Okay. As a man, no. But in general, yes. And here's what I mean. Uh, unlike most people, our parents kind of gave us the platform to express ourselves when we had issues where other parents would be like, that's talking back. You're being mm-hmm. disrespectful. Our parents gave us platform to express ourselves, and that's something I think they did a really good job as. But expressing ourselves anything outside of that no <laughs> you know it, they didn't give us a comfortable place to sit down oh my bad uh they didn't give us a you know a comfortable place to sit down and actually talk about our problems but voicing our opinion they gave us a great you know talk about you know what you think about things but giving a, a feeling of how we feel about a situation it was kind of like no nah, i don't want to talk to i feel like either kid favored a certain parent so like oh, I didn't want to talk to mom about this, or I didn't want to talk to dad about this. So, mm-hmm. you know, it just kind of was, like, very unstructured mm-hmm. as a whole. Yeah, but, I mean, I definitely, I I mean, hmm, I don't know. I definitely feel like even if you can't talk to your parents about something that you're going through, you can have somebody else to talk about your feelings with. Like, I feel like we talked to each other a lot growing up. Oh, yeah, for sure. And sometimes, you know, I, I you know, I'll take this and give it to people for, you know, if you're dealing with mental health issues, your biggest advocate or your biggest asset is not who you think. It's not going to be your parents. It's not going to be your best friend, your homeboy, your home girl, because they're not going to understand. It's going to be someone you just like, huh? Mm-hmm. Like, for real, you? But then you confide in them and you open up and you're just like, wow. Like, I never thought this person would be the person that's going to help me through this. So. Definitely just, I say if you're if you're someone who's dealing with mental health issues and you're looking for an outlet, just be open and receptive because mm. you never know who's going to be that helping hand. Yeah, for real. Yeah, Kobe's definitely was there for, like, all my breakups. <laughs> oh, man. I still remember the little broken heart written on the wall. <laughs> I was like... Oh, she is going through it, bro. Let me stop by Dollar Tree and get some candy. Or I'm talking about that little broken heart she wrote on there. I don't know if it was Sharpie pen, whatever the heck it was. That was on our wall for like a legit like eight years, five or eight years. I mean, like when I was leaving from college, I was like, Mom, we need to repaint this and just, I don't know, bro. <laughs> okay, so I, if you know me personally, you know I'm very emotional, very dramatic. <laughs> but... When I, I think it was like my first or second, probably third breakup, whatever. I think it was the third. It was definitely the third. <laughs> All I know is, is I, my bed was next to a wall. I had like, you know, a little Sharpie and I drew like a cracked heart and I put love sucks. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> and I was like, dang, this is a constant reminder that when I get older, love is going to suck. <laughs> so. Oh my gosh. That's funny. So I feel like even though, like, if our parents didn't always give us the perfect platform, I feel like you and I did a good job at giving each other that platform to express our feelings and to also kind of, like, make each other laugh when we were sad. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. For real. But, yeah. Um, Did you struggle with any mental health issues growing up? I did. Mm -hmm. And I don't have a problem saying it now, but growing up, I definitely did. Um. They kind of sprouted from me 
growing up the way that my parents raised me and, you know, going to school as a fifth grader in a sweater vest, khakis, <laughs> and some Sperry's. Wait, time out, pause. Yes, okay, he's not lying. Like, my mom was very, very, very strict with how Kobe dressed. And, I mean, I can see her point of view, but I can also see... <laughs> We look, and I didn't even go to like a predominantly black school. I went to a very mixed school, so you would think it wouldn't be that bad. Fuck no, I could only imagine the shit. Let me tell you something. I can be. Kobe was just like I did not. I was just like Carlton, and I did not get to pick out my clothes no for myself until I was in like legit the eighth grade. I'm not making this no lie. I no, think it was really even like high it was school. really like borderline high school because yeah. even in the eighth grade I had restrictions. Yeah, like, like you know he could like, so. My mom would pick out his outfits, and he had to wear um, collared shirts Monday through Thursday. And Friday, I got to wear jeans. And Friday, he No got, graphic tees, though. Yeah, no graphic tees, no hoodies. No hoodies. Um, belt, no sagging. No sneakers except for Friday. No sneakers. Yeah, no. And do you know how hard it is for a sneakerhead to not wear sneakers except for one day a week? Bro, my repertoire, like, mm-hmm. niggas really thought I had hella hella sneakers because, I mean, shoot, when they seen Cole step out with different, you know what I'm saying, one a day. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so it definitely, um, I definitely got bullied growing up mm-hmm. all the way through high school. I'm not I'm not talking about, like, oh, freshman year. Like, anything you used to see in the little Disney Channel movies, <laughs> that was me, bro. The shoving against the locker, yeah, no. getting in the locker, the name calling. The, the I'm talking about the whole nine yards. I'm talking about cast me for Disney Channel right now. <laughs> I play the role perfectly. Bro, but. yes, I remember, like... You, I remember one time specifically when you came home for it was like Christmas. He had a bruise on your back. Oh yeah. And mom saw, and mom was just like, "How did this happen?" And he swore up and down. He just like ran into a locker, but then he finally opened up and said like someone shoved him in the locker. So you best believe when we got back to school after Christmas break, I was fighting the guy that pushed my brother up against the locker. We gonna get into this um a little bit later, but um. I never even told Gloria about the impact that that had, but I'm pretty sure that's a later question we're going to top into. But later, to to wrap up this question, yes, I did deal with mental health issues growing mm-hmm. up. Yeah. So how did this impact your life? Oh, look, next question. All right. Um. So uh, I definitely grew into depression. Um. Mm-hmm. I kind of tried to bring my parents into it, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like they took it very seriously. I was like, look, I need to leave this school. I need to transfer. I need mm-hmm. to do something because of this. And it just didn't materialize. And so I grew up, you know, doing it. But when I got into high school, it kind of forced me to get active with sports. I literally tried to play every sport I could. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it kind of wore on my mental because after I joined, you know, athletics and I got really good at track, I I got cool with a lot of people that used to bully me and they kind of mm-hmm. tried to make it seem like, oh, yeah, you cool now. But it's like, do you know what it's like to try and dap up the same dude that like spit on you and jump? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it wear down your mental. And following up with my last point from the previous question, yeah, it was great having my sister bodyguard. But when she grew, when she graduated, it sucked because mm-hmm. I was Gloria's little brother. Mm-hmm. until I graduated high school. I never was cold, you know? And I got teased for being Gloria's little brother. Oh, where's Gloria at? She not going to say the Like, everywhere I went in Decatur High School, I was Gloria's little brother. And that's <laughs> it. I would, that, that was my repertoire. I ain't even had no name. Yeah, uh, Gloria's little brother checking into class. Yeah, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So that definitely helped. That definitely hindered me as well because then it kind of spiraled into well, who am I? Mm. You know, that self-identity issues. Mm. So I really did not become myself until probably sophomore year of college. Now, what 
sophomore year. Okay, no, that's right. All right. I, I always get it mixed up. I'll say like 10th grade year of college and people <laughs> look at me crazy. So sophomore year of college, yeah, that's when I really came into who I was. Yeah, yeah. And that's a good point that you pointed out. Like mental health, like once you overcome it, I feel like you have to refine yourself and you have to understand like you can't continue to attach your name like Kobe depression or you know I struggle with anxiety Gloria anxiety like you have to break free from that because it's just gonna keep pulling you back pulling you back pulling you back big facts <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah yeah um but yeah I feel like and I and I and I feel like no one's mind is perfect you know mm -mm. so like even if you aren't struggling like with something like huge you know, you can be struggling with something minor like stress. Stress is a mental health yes, issue. Thank yes. You. Let me just stress put that is a mental health issues. And to all my women and men who are in college, I know you stressed. Take some time to relax, please. Because I didn't. And I feel like it just it just messed me up because I don't I didn't know how to sit still or I would come home from break and I would just sleep like for days like I'm not lying so it's just like you have to make that time for yourself and I know when you make that time for yourself you're gonna feel like oh my gosh I'm so boring I'm missing out on mm -hmm. something but bro if you take a day to recharge the next day you're gonna be able to tackle it a lot better because yeah you may be feeling like you're missing out on stuff or whatever but long run you're gonna feel a lot better you're, mm -hmm. gonna, you're gonna do it I'm, i promise you i promise you just slow your roll mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying don't go to the club that one time well i guess it's rona you ain't got the club but you know don't, don't link hang up out with, with your friends, friends. <gasps> do it <laughs> <laughs> Jinx, yo, me Next question. Next question. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. I was going to ask when we were talking about these subjects of, you know, you already answered the question, what would you say to someone who's struggling with um, their feelings? But what would you say to someone who's struggling with their feelings as a man? You're going to have to sit down and break down your own barriers that society has bestowed upon you, man. Mm -hmm. Not only just being a man, you're held to a higher standard, specifically black men is the burden that we you know mm. we share we we have to deal with even more so mm -hmm. so i say definitely you have to take time with yourself you know not everyone is you know religious so mm. you may not have to pray but meditate meditation is something that i've definitely picked up take a five minutes and it started with actually ironically the apple watch it mm. always telling you to breathe i was like man i keep getting these notifications let me try it and bro when i tell you like you sit there, you breathe for a minute, and you just slowly build your way up. Now I do that meditation for like at mm. least 10 minutes a day. Mm -hmm. And it's something that's definitely calming, relaxing, and it mm. brings down your aura. It just slows everything down. Mm. So I say start with meditation, and that will help you relax yourself, calm yourself, mm. and break that barrier that, okay, now I can talk about my feelings. Because if you're stressed about something, you're upset about something, and you meditate about it, mm. and you relax your feelings because when you're upset or maybe you're dealing with stuff you don't want to either a you're not going to say what you mean to say because your mm. mind is all over the place or b you're not going to want to talk about it but if you're at peace with yourself you can then express yourself yeah very effectively very effectively yeah that was very well said very well said um <laughs> so um this is a fact that i found and it was very interesting to me but 
It says that black Americans are 20% more likely to experience serious mental health problems than the general population. Why do you think that is? I literally just tweeted about this last night. Black parents don't take mental health serious, period. Mm -hmm. And we sit here and we, oh, and I'm guilty. We tweet about it all the time. My parents never did it. Don't take this serious. I can't open up to my parents. My parents is my parents that. We have to realize that our parents didn't even know what mental health was. Mm. Growing up, they grew up with parents that went through the civil rights movement, all this stuff like that. Can you imagine the issues that they went with, they grew up with, their parents, and they were taught what their parents was. So this is generational, mm. you know, generational mental health issues that were never tackled. Yeah. So when we talk about this, you know, our parents are only teaching us what they were taught right so us being a new generation of kids who are dealing with this now in a more effective way we have to build the foundation to improve our mental health so that we can you know build upon that with our kids and our mm -hmm. kids kids and you know but it's definitely it definitely starts with our parents because yeah. they're the people who taught it you know but what we're going to do next it's up to us yeah yeah and definitely like I think it helps because now when we become parents, um, we will know how to handle some of these topics that our parents and, I, and, and, you know, you can't blame them because their parents probably treated them the same way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's 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 just a different generation. And but it can be stopped. It definitely can be it stopped. It definitely can. Yeah, it definitely can be. Um do you think in the black community, oh, well, <laughs> do you think in the black community we do not take mental health seriously? Hell no. <laughs> to the no, no. Not even a little bit, bro. Yeah, I about. know. And I feel like, okay, you go first. <laughs> okay. I feel like we, we don't take it serious and we look down upon people that have it. Like, yeah. do you know how many times, like, someone will be like, man, I'm really having a bad day. What, you is depressed or something? Yeah. And you're like, yeah. The fuck? Like, <laughs> what you mean like yeah you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. um you know i i i've even said it myself to sometimes with my friends and i'm sitting there i'm like yeah you know i can't really chill today i gotta go meet with my counselor oh you talk to a counselor mm -hmm. yeah i mean do you know how warm and welcoming it is to talk to and i think there's something that's been do you know how warm and welcoming it is to talk to somebody mm -hmm. who does not know what you're going through yeah and will not judge you because you feel you feel the most judgment from the people that you think most highly of. Right. So if you feel like, you know what I'm saying, my best friend, my girlfriend, my parents, whatever the case may be, you think highly of them. Mm -hmm. And because of that, you're going to feel more judgment from them. But if you don't know a complete stranger, what they got to judge me for? They don't know me. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm getting to spill everything. So Right. Um, and you kind of feel like your secrets are safe with them. Exactly. Because who did... What are you gonna tell Billy Bob Joe? The Billy Bob Joe don't know. Even if they tell people. their husband, it's like I don't know them. I don't know them. <laughs> they don't know me, right? You know. So yeah. What What do you think? I think that as the black community, we are jokesters. We like. I feel like when we're feeling pain, we don't know how to handle it, mm -mm. and so we make a joke out of it. Mm -hmm. And literally, Kevin Hart, laugh at my pain exactly and i'm not like you know throwing shade on people who generally just don't know how to handle stuff but you have to understand how that can affect somebody else exactly so whereas you see it as a joke somebody might actually be going through stuff like that 
And um, I just think that it's important that we're more considerate and we think more before we speak. It's imperative that we do that. Yeah, because... Trigger words are real. Yeah. Trigger words are real, man. Because I remember... Um, People all the time, like, we just make jokes out of everything. And, like, you know, sometimes, like, I mean, we do be funny. But. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you, can I touch on that real quick? Yeah, yeah. The biggest thing for me, I think that this is a big mm, trigger with at least me. I know a lot of people feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Bro, you talk white. Oh, yeah. You already know that's me. Like, just because you talk proper does not mean you have to shun upon it. People are going to. That throws in mental health issues because now the way that I speak and the way that I handle myself is an issue. And right. I'm going to start thinking lower of myself because of the way that I move and operate. Right. Nah. Mm-mm. So, yeah, definitely trigger words, big thing. Yeah, and it's just like, especially with that, the whole talk white type thing, like, I feel like I'm just going to touch on it real quick because it's important. You saying that, is putting yourself down or putting the whole black community down because you're saying Idolizing that idolizing white you're oh. first of all you are saying in order to be black that you need to sound uneducated you need to sound this way or okay you dress white well how am i supposed to dress black like is it trashy like how do you perceive your race and i just feel like first of all no one can talk dress a color I don't know that that can be a podcast within itself as well but just be careful with things that you say to people because like someone could actually be struggling with their identity struggling with who they are trying to figure out who they are and you're over here like being rude to them so pipe down pipe down um so i'm gonna touch on this topic real quick um so famous rapper kanye west Maybe going through some mental health issues. I don't know if he disclosed it. Maybe. Is he? Have you heard the way this man talks? No, but I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying, is it factual? This nigga said his favorite restaurant is McDonald's. Okay, that doesn't. And, that might be good for him. He might like McDonald's. This nigga is a million. <laughs> you, that's out of all the food you can eat in the world. This nigga have steak for breakfast every day for the rest. Okay, okay, but that, ladies, never mind. Go ahead. Go okay, ahead. Go ahead. Go okay, ahead. I don't know about y'all, but that's like I don't know. I might. That's my. Cheap. That's my twelve a.m. God dang, I got four dollars in the bank account. Let me get two McChickens and a large fry. That ain't. That ain't my favorite. When I wake up in the morning, oh my goodness, it's my birthday. I want to go to McDonald's. <laughs> what the hell wrong with you? But maybe he's getting paid. Maybe it's a paid sponsorship. The only person who's getting paid is Travis Scott. And let me get. T- I'm gonna just touch on this real quick. Y'all are getting ripped off. Okay, <laughs> Travis Scott meal is literally just a regular quarter pounder meal with a free dag on barbecue sauce. That's it. Get you get you a quarter pound. Niggas just want to say, let me get the Travis Scott meal. Bruh. Anyway, that's a whole different. Oh my goodness, capitalism in America. Ah, go ahead, Chloe. <laughs> okay, well, we don't know if he has mental health issues for real. Anyways, famous rapper Kanye West may be going through some mental health issues. How do you think social media plays into mental health in the black in black men or people in general? Social media plays a big part. Um, I feel like they downplay it on social media. Mm-hmm. They they glorify mental health. And you know what I'm saying? People what can, do you mean glorify? Oh, uh, I see. I they, see. I see. They feed into it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
or they make it into something that people like want exactly mm-hmm. bro you know what i'm saying but um it's definitely something that's tough. Social media can play a big thing because, like I said, on social media, it's literally people speaking their minds. There's no filter. You can't condense it or anything mm-hmm. like that. So if someone goes on social media and sees a trigger word, that could send them spiraling. They see mm-hmm. something that doesn't, you know what I'm saying? So that definitely hurts the black community um, or people in general. You know, I think it's just social media is a blessing and it's a curse. Because there's just no restrictions, there's no guidelines. People mm-hmm. can post and say whatever they want, you know. You know, someone can go on there, post something just themselves, and get ridiculed. You're literally teaching people to post, look, make things a certain way mm-hmm. to get reception and approval from other people. Mm. And I, I'll do a whole social media thing another time, but social media is it's a big thing. I, the day I stopped caring about what I posted was the best day ever because I go post whatever I want. If I want to go post a picture of this water bottle, <laughs> dad going there, I want to post it because, shoot, I'm thirsty. Not because, oh, dang, I wonder how many people are going to like the water bottle. Let me do it at this angle to make sure that it shows my good side. Bro, my whole side is good. Do you not mm. understand that? Self-esteem plays into mental health, bro. Mm. And you need to tap into that, too. Mm-hmm. Mental health, the, the self-esteem of the black community is probably the biggest mental health issue there is. So do you think men can have low self-esteem? <laughs> I have low self-esteem, bro. <laughs> and it's a direct impact of my mental health. Think about it like this. Let me pick your brain. A guy wakes up, gets dressed, goes to school, acts the way that his parents taught him is correctly. Mm-hmm. Talk proper. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Thank you. No, thank you dresses a certain way that his parents have deemed appropriate, you know, that would, you know, you feel that, and you get bullied. You get called names. You get physically, mentally abused. Just for waking up and being the person that you want to be. That that you, literally, I just woke up and was myself. So now, A, I hate myself because I can't get acceptance from other people, and now I'm changing who I am to fit into the what I deem is what people, society deems, whatever society that may be, high school, you know, world, you know what I'm saying, whatever society deems appropriate. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going into not only is my self-esteem low, now I'm having identity issues. And you see how mental health can just spiral into so many different things. Mm-hmm. Now I have low self-esteem. Now I have self-identity issues. Now I'm depressed. Mm-hmm. Now I'm set. Now I have anxiety every time I wake up and I go to school because I don't know what's going to happen then. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, self-esteem, men definitely have it. I mean, heck, you wake up every morning, you look down, you like, dang, I got a gut. I got the same gut. Yeah, you're going to feel upset about yourself. But mm-hmm. they, No, go. Sorry. I was going to end with the day you wake up and you just look in the mirror and you 100% mm-hmm. satisfied. Well, not satisfied, but you're like content, happy, joyful with who you are. Best feeling in the world. Yeah, and I agree with that. And I feel like... You are your first judgment. Like when you wake in the mo- up in the morning, you're the first person to look at you. So you need to tell yourself, like, I look good. And I is smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I is kind. And I is important. Exactly. Like you need to tell yourself these things if you haven't seen that movie. The help. Go watch it. <laughs> Go watch it. Please. <laughs> and make you not want to eat a pie for a month. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like you need to be that your your number one fan like i'm my number one fan i'm my only fan when i no no okay. when i 
post a podcast, I am I'm going to listen to it right then and there. Like I am listening to myself because I have to understand that if nobody listens to this, I'm going to listen to this because I have my back, you know, and I'm not and I'm not necessarily doing this for the views. I'm doing this because I feel like this is a calling. It's therapy. It's, it's therapeutic. It's, it is therapeutic. Like, <laughs> that sounds kind of weird, like talking about yourself. In an empty I, I'm going to talk to myself and I'm going to listen back to it. <laughs> Because I like the way that I sound. I actually don't like the way that I sound, but I don't think anyone does. Like, have you ever heard like a voicemail of yourself, bro? I'd be like, damn, is that what I really sound like? Yeah. Because that's how not how I sounded when it came out my mouth. Right. But um, yeah. So I only have two more questions. At this one, by kind of fast. I feel like we touched on what needed to be touched on, and it doesn't need to be extended longer than that. Nope. You know. Nope. Okay. So what? are some i know you talked about breathing but what be what would be some other like let's say someone couldn't afford a therapist or mm -hmm. a counselor mm -hmm. what would you suggest are some good things to do for people that are struggling with mental health i'm gonna give you one and the only one that you need is gonna vary person to person find a hobby something that you enjoy to do my therapy is when I'm mad, I'm frustrated, I'm upset, I'm going through something, I grab my skateboard and I go skate. And I will skate for hours and hours and hours. Somebody else's therapy, and this is why I'm tapping in for y'all, bros. Stop uh, interrupting your man when he on the game. Because some <laughs> men use the game as therapy. And I'm being serious. I know, you know what I'm saying, PS5 finna come out, niggas gonna be gaming hard. Some men use that as therapy. You know what I'm saying? It's therapeutic. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. some, they get to live out their fantasies mm -hmm. they get to see that what they want to be you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying so that is therapeutic skateboarding that's what i do find your little thing that when you do it nothing else matters right and go to that you know what right. i'm saying make it accessible don't be like oh my goodness i love to go skydiving and that clears my <laughs> you can't go skydiving yeah, all the time exactly. but like do something whether it be painting or don't do nothing crazy like, oh, I feel good when I drink wine. That's that's a problem. Yeah, no, don't yes. do it. Make it an activity, okay, guys? <laughs> like an activity. Don't like you know, watching your favorite movie. Exactly. For me, it's like reading a book, working out, and planning playing Animal Crossing. Like Animal I love Crossing. That. Let me tell y'all something, nigga. If you ain't got it yet, get Animal Crossing for your girl. I swear to God, it's like two K <laughs> for them, bro. It's fun. They love that junk. I don't even know. They just build an island, bro. <laughs> ain't got no goal, bro. Just build an island, but. I don't know, bro. The goal is to build your island, and then when you built it, start all <laughs> start all the way over, bro. And your friends can come visit, and they give you little gifts like skirts and shoes and seashells. And <laughs> oh <my laughs> no, it's <goodness>. so fun. <laughs> okay, yeah, but that's a good one. Another good thing that I would say that can help mental health, like I said, a lot of mental health things might not even be like super serious. Some things are just like you know, I need to. I need like me like my life being all over the place is too much like set goals like even if you like and I'm not talking about okay this year I'm gonna do something like set weekly goals even daily goals. daily goals like a to-do list I have um on my mirror I have my goals for the month and I and I and I find that better than like like I mean I have New Year's resolutions but like how many y'all really went to the gym every day <laughs> I know you get that membership every year just sitting there, $12 at your account like your dad going Spotify or Apple Music. Man. 
You know what? I think it's crazy. They just be snatching it, bro. They don't even care. You got $5 in there, you get the Wendy's. Your card declined because Apple Music doesn't. Yeah! Four for four, four for no. <laughs> no. You'd be so upset, bro. You'd be so ready. Ooh, I'm going to give me that four for four. Mm-hmm. Nah, bitch. Uh, your card declined, sir. <laughs> Apple Music. But no, I have one more thing oh, yeah, that's yeah. therapeutic that you could use. Um, Get out of town, bro. If mm. you're having a stressful time, bro, it could be a little weekend trip, mm-hmm. it could be a day trip. Get out of town, bro, mm. because when you come back, you re-energize, your auras are back in line, your chakra. I'm not an expert at chakra, so don't, you know, you'll definitely come back in town with a better mindset, relieved, fresh, ready to tackle whatever problems you got. But sometimes you just need to get away from the situation you're in, even if it's temporary. Yeah, I agree. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good idea for sure. But make sure you guys are doing it safe. You know, mask up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mask up, not mask off. Don't listen to future. You don't care. Mm-hmm. So, last question. What is one word you would like to leave with a person if they may be going through mental health issues alone? Tomorrow. Mm. Because if you're going through something today, all you have to do is make it to tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You don't got to think about next week, next month, next year, tomorrow. Yeah, you know, I, I you know I, one of the great things about living with Gloria, because there's just oh so many. Um, was I remember as a kid I watched um, Annie, and my favorite quote from Annie everyone knows is you know there'll always be tomorrow, mm-hmm. and I think that's something that's definitely important. Right? Mm-hmm. Just remember, it's always going to be tomorrow. Today you may feel weak, but tomorrow you could wake up strong. Yes, and I think that is a beautiful way to end that interview. That was great. You did so good, Cole. I tried, I tried. You know how to communicate. Oh, my goodness. College education. I hope for $60,000 in debt. You know, I know how to talk to people now. (laughs) That was great. Well, thank you, Kobe, for being open and sharing your thoughts and your feelings and just, like, what you went through. Like, that takes a lot, and that takes guts, especially, like, you know, as a man, who, where we feel like in our society, they can't really be that open. So I'm happy. Yep. To end the to end the podcast, you know, I just like to leave you out with a quote by the famous Instagram guy Demetrius Harmon. You know, he has a great brand for people who deal with mental health issues. I personally tap in with it every time he drops. What's I know his name again? Demetrius Harmon. He's mm-hmm. a black dude, short haircut, blonde hair most of the times. But his brand is called You Matter, and um, so on the on his parallels, he says You Matter. I am weak. Even when I feel weak, I know I'm strong. So Mm. remember that. Even when you feel weak, you're strong. Mm. You know, you may not feel strong right now, just like if you're working out. You may not feel strong right away, but, you know, you are strong. Mm. So you matter. Remember that. Mm. Nothing else. You matter. (laughs) Thank you, Kobe. That was great. Yay, snaps and claps. (laughs) Okay, so you already know how this is going to go. You know. I'm about to end this off with a. You know she finna flow because she glow. Hey. Go, 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 glow. Hey. Hey. Okay. Okay, no. that was a little slow tempo. But oh, we're sorry, sorry. <laughs> how you gonna do the rhythm and flow and not know how to go? Oh. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So I wrote this poem um, dedicated to people who may be struggling to explain to their parents what's going on. So like we already talked about in the black community, it's kind of hard to talk to your parents because they may not really believe what you're going through is real. And it is 100% real. 
Um, they might make all types of excuses and not get you the help that they need. And if you are a parent listening to this, listen to your kids. And if you are someone who's trying to talk to your parents and they're not listening, you know, I would I would encourage you to give one more shot. And if it's not working, then then you have other resources to reach out to. And, um, you know, all that is like Google, Google it. Like literally, if you're looking for someone to talk to, if you're looking for hotlines, if even and, you know, grab a friend and help them do it with you. But you are not alone in this situation. And um, yeah, so that poem, this poem is dedicated to you guys who may be struggling with that. And it is called, But Mama. Mama, something doesn't feel right. Well, honey, that's because your braids are too tight and your jeans just might be cutting off circulation to your brain. Don't be insane coming to me with that bullishness. Those therapists are just full of it. But mama, don't butt me, baby. You are driving me crazy with that word of anxiety. Do you think that it just might be what you choose to eat? You know, we don't believe in that kind of stuff. Now, baby, pass me that remote because I've just about had enough. But mama, I can't sleep. These thoughts are driving me up a wall. I don't have motivation and I'm full of frustration. Mama, can you just listen to me? Because sometimes I feel like I can't breathe. Baby, what did I say? Everything will be okay. Nothing is wrong with you. Stop acting all new and listening to your little white friends. That's why I don't let you go over there because you start losing yourself. There's nothing wrong with your brothers and sisters. So why would there be something wrong with you? My God did not create anything wrong with my baby. It's those white folks that think they are crazy with all these problems inside their head. That's just not who we are, what we are, and what we believe. So please stop saying these things to me. If you look back at our family tree, mama, you will see that every problem that we ever had was ignored. Gosh, I thought I could to come to you when I felt weak. Our uncle, your brother, they put him on the streets for the things he was saying. Did you ever think that he needed help? That's what I'm saying. In our community, we ignore the problems until it's too late. And we will blame society for not being there for us when our people aren't even there for us. I shouldn't have to convince you to listen to me when I feel like I'm suffocating. There shouldn't be any debating or you saying I'm acting crazy or making it about race. Look at my face. I shouldn't have to feel like I'm in this all by myself. This is about my mental health, but baby, but mama, listen to me, I need help. And that is the poem, and I hope that you guys enjoyed it. I hope that it was informative and it shed some light on what is going on today. And I hope that you can be strong during this time. And remember, you guys are still my stars, so keep glowing and keep shining. And until next time, I'll see you guys soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of this special season of His Spoken Words. You can still follow the podcast at her.spokenwords, and you can follow me, the host, at livingwithyourglow with underscores in between. Again, thank you for listening, and stay glowing and stay shining, my stars. Until next time.